0: just good
1: order a grilled spicy deluxe sandwich on the chick-fil-a app today available for a limited time real guests paid for their testimonials
0: attention this is a special alert for all americans who own a vehicle with less than two hundred thousand miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all due to the increase of new and used car prices repair costs and the price of gas People are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-760-8196. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-760-8196 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-760-8196. What do you have to lose? Call 800-760-8196. Again, 800-760-8196.
2: Your exclusive home of Championship Week, ESPN Wichita 92.3. ESPN Wichita is bringing you a full week of college basketball action leading up to March Madness. We'll have exclusive live play-by-play of the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City, plus the ACC and Big 10 tournament championship games. And it all leads to our selection Sunday special to kick off March Madness right here on your home for college basketball, ESPN Wichita. 92.3 FM Did you know you could be driving in a pile of cash like right now? Bumper makes it easy to know what your car is worth. The used car market is hot right now. Bumper.com could be your chance to cash in. Bumper.com lets you know what your car is worth based on your car's specific details. So whether you're selling or just want to know, Bumper makes it easy. Bumper.com could be your opportunity to make some bank. Know what your car is worth. Just go to Bumper.com. Bumper reports are based upon data available. Bumper may not have the complete historical records of every vehicle.
3: Don't miss out on the madness of the ESPN Wichita Bracket Challenge. Go to ESPNWichita.com and click on Bracket Challenge to get signed up today. Put your knowledge to the test and compete against your favorite ESPN Wichita personalities. Head to ESPNWichita.com and click on Bracket Challenge. Then pick your teams and sit back and enjoy the madness. Brought to you by Dave & Busters and Chance Transmissions.
4: Doug Brown, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports the Dolphins pick up the fifth year option on quarterback Tua Tungavailoa. That guarantees his $23.4 million salary for 2024. 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy had surgery today on a torn ligament in his right elbow. He got hurt in the first quarter of the NFC Championship game against the Eagles. Purdy should be able to start throwing in about three months. So, what will the Jets do if they don't get Aaron Rodgers? Peter King from Football Morning in America believes they might turn to Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo will get uh, a lot of attention early on, but uh, and I'm sure the Jets are going to want to know the answer from uh, you know from Aaron Rodgers no later than. Sunday night. Peter King, ESPN has learned Georgia Tech will fire basketball coach Josh Patchner after seven seasons with the Yellow Jackets. World number one golfer John Rahm withdraws from the Players' Championship today with a stomach illness.
2: Get ready for Champions, the hilarious new movie starring Woody Harrelson. Woody's a hot-headed basketball coach who's in over his head when he's court-ordered to manage a team with intellectual disabilities and a whole lot of attitude. Champions, only in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. You're listening to The Pulse with Pat Strothman on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Small town, big dreams. Premonition his city would get seen, now I'm winning, get shame in the city of the
4: home of our heroes.
2: What's
5: up Wichita? Happy Friday everyone, Big 12, the championship tournament semis taking place tonight. Selection Sunday just around the corner Boy, it is a great time to be alive. Welcome into to the Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. You can also find us outside of the old radio dial. You can stream us from your favorite smart speaker. Tell your smart speaker to tune into ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM or KKGQ. If you want to do it that way, you can. You can tune us in on the TuneIn app on your smartphone. That's a cool thing to do. Or you can find us online at ESPNWichita.com. A variety of ways to catch us here on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I'm Pat Strothman, producing is Jack Johnson. The phone lines are open. If you want to give us a call, feel free to do so. 316-669-4996. 316-669-4996. Text line is a cool thing to use. 316-247-0923. KU, Iowa State. K State gets bounced. Wichita State on to the quarterfinals in the AAC tournament. Whatever is on your brain, feel free to let us know at 316-247-0923. You can always tweet. My handle, Pat Strothman.com. Jack's handle, J underscore 15. The handle for the station, ESPN Wichita. And we also have Instagram and Facebook. You can send us a Facebook message at ESPNWichita92.3. On Instagram, I wouldn't recommend sending a DM on there because, I don't know, sending a DM on Instagram just seems a little strange to me. But you can go to Insta. It's ESPNWichita. That is our handle there on Insta. We are broadcasting live from uh, Power and Light just across the street from the T-Mobile Center. Big 12 championship tournament coverage presented by Enhanced Wellness Derby and the Kansas Contractors Association. We thank them for making this a reality. We also thank the KC Hooley House for making this our headquarters. If you're making your way up to Kansas City right now for KU Iowa State, stop on by. We're going to be here. Say hello We've had a few people come on up and say hi. I've seen people from Salina. I've seen people from Wichita. So if you want to come on out and say hi, feel free to do that. We're here. We're chilling. And stop by and try some of the great food here for the KC Hooli House. 10,000 square feet. A spin on traditional Irish dishes along with elevated pub food favorites. Terrific place to be. It's the KC Hooley House. Your lineup for today, coming up in 20 minutes or so, Wichita State is moving on to the quarters in the AAC tournament. Wichita State getting set to take on Tulane. We'll talk about the Shockers and what they did last night. And we'll have some audio from Isaac Brown and a couple players at the podium. So that is just around the corner. 245, maybe a little bit later than that, we'll give you a quick update on State semifinal Friday. State semifinal basketball taking place across the state of Kansas. By the time we get to that point, we might have some halftime scores to report. We'll see how many Wichita teams can get to the state championship. We're certainly pulling for every single one of them here for today. Hour number two. We'll kick things off with the final four Friday. Four Twitter poll questions are up. And all four of them dealing with the Kansas City Chiefs. I figured that was pretty accurate since yesterday was all about college basketball. I figured that we would recap the week by doing some Chiefs talk. And it has to deal with the left tackle position. It has to deal with the wide receiver position, NFL draft, offseason stuff, you name it. It's brought to you by Air Quality Control. If you want to vote, go to Twitter, ESPNWichita.com or Pat Strompman. Those are the two handles to find those four Twitter poll questions. We appreciate your interaction on there. 325, KTV Sports Director Sully Angles. He'll be on the show. He won't stop by, though. He's not in Kansas City. He's back in Wichita. We're kind of bummed. Michaela Day is going to be here for cake, but I don't think Michaela is here quite yet. So we'll visit with Sully coming up at 325. We'll break down KU, K-State, Wichita State High School, you name it, we'll do it with our guy, Sully Ingles, coming up at 325. And at 345, buy or sell, what's on tap? Brought to you by Woo Shock Wheat, brewed by Wichita Brewing Company. That is our lineup for today. It's March 10th, 2023. Well, Kansas State is no longer a part of the Big 12 championship tournament. The Wildcats get bounced by number six TCU last night, 80-67. to 67. Before that, number two, Texas handles number seven, Oklahoma State, 61-47. Number one, Kansas cruises past West Virginia, 78-61. And number five, Iowa State takes down Baylor, 78-72. That's setting up Texas in TCU tonight at 8.30. Before then, Kansas and Iowa State will have both those games right here. On your home for championship week, ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. We'll get to KU, Iowa State in just a little bit, but let's start with K-State. Wildcats and Horned Frogs, both of them lost in the regular season finale. K-State went to Morgantown, fell to West Virginia. Meanwhile, TCU went to Norman, Oklahoma, and lost to the Oklahoma Sooners. We found out that Eddie Lampkin would be unavailable for TCU this weekend, thought that that would swing things a little bit more toward Kansas State. Not like the Wildcats have a dominant post presence, but you felt like that maybe K-State would take advantage of that big body being out of the lane. Unfortunately, it didn't really matter. It was more so the outside damage that did end the K-State Wildcats as TCU pulls out the W. Wildcats taking a losing streak into the NCAA tournament. What's next for K-State? More on that in just a little bit. Simply put, Mike Miles, Chuck O'Bannon, they were the stars for TCU. Those two guys had 22 points apiece. Keontae Johnson and Desi Sills both scored 14 for K-State. But simply put, the one thing that we said, the Wildcats cannot turn the ball over against TCU because TCU, they like to run up and down the floor. What happens? Well, the Wildcats, they suffered from 20 turnovers, and those 20 turnovers resulted in 20 points for the Horned Frogs. Not ideal for Kansas State. Had to hang on to the basketball. That's simply put, that's been K-State's problem all season long, and to some extent, KU's problem as well. We've mentioned that plenty of times. But for K-State in particular, the Wildcats got to value the basketball, and they... Didn't value the basketball last night against TCU. Now, to some extent, you got to give credit to the defense, but I felt like at times, K-State just seemed rushed. And that's a little bit surprising, considering the type of experience on this K-State roster. So that was not ideal for K-State, giving up those turnovers, resulting in 20 points the other way. That was the difference maker, in my opinion. K-State did not hang on to the basketball. With Eddie Lampkin being out for TCU, I wondered how TCU was going to navigate around that. Would the Horned Frogs, would they continue to attack and be slashers? Would they rely on shooting from beyond the arc? Well, we found out that TCU was ready to make shots. The Horned Frogs. And this is also the weirdest thing, too, because K-State, all throughout the season, did a pretty good job of holding teams to below their average from beyond the arc all throughout the season. K-State traditionally this year did a great job of of making sure teams didn't hurt them from beyond the arc in terms of three-point shooting percentage. Heading into Thursday, TCU averaged 29.6% shooting from long distance. That's dead last in the Big 12 and almost dead last in the country. Three fifty-second in the country. That was the ranking for TCU from deep. So TCU shot 25 times from beyond the arc. The uh, Horn Frogs, they made 11 threes. They shot 44% from beyond the arc. Mike Miles, always capable of making three-pointers. Mike Miles had four threes. O'Bannon was the one that was just... just shaking your head. The, the turnovers is just what makes you frustrated as a K-State fan. The three-point shooting for TCU, some of the stuff from O'Bannon, you're like, all right, let him shoot that. Watching that game develop, I wasn't mad with what K-State was truly doing. Miles is the one you really got to make sure that you don't let open, because he's the one that can really kill you. But and you're okay with him taking five three-pointers. I don't think you're... You're going to look at him and be like, oh, we left him wide open. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and and nail five three-pointers. He's not going to go five or six from beyond the arc most nights. Chuck O'Bannon just had that type of night for TCU. And as a Wildcat fan, as frustrated as you were with the turnovers, you shouldn't be frustrated with the three-point shooting of TCU. I mean, I guess you can, but at the end of the day, I felt like that was uncharacteristic of TCU. And it was a a little reminder of what took place inside Allen Fieldhouse. TCU made a bunch of threes in that game against Kansas, and TCU routed KU. When this TCU team makes three-pointers, there's no doubt that TCU becomes a really, really tough challenge. Desi Sills returned for for K-State. I thought that was great. He had a block party last night, but just not nearly enough for the Wildcats as they fall to TCU in the Big 12 quarterfinals. What's next for K-State? Well, that is a great question (laughs) because I look at the NCAA tournament, and we're going to find out on Sunday with the Selection Sunday show set to take place. What did this type of loss do for K-State? The Wildcats at one point, they were looking at a number two seed in the NCAA tournament. Seems like they very well could drop down to three, maybe even four now after that loss. And according to Jerry Palm of CBS, I sent him a text earlier today. I was like, hey, can you come on the show? And he's like, no, sorry, I'm going to be in the studio at that time. My apologies. So I was like, well, can you just give me an idea of what you see from K-State? And he thinks that K-State is going to be the third number three seed in the NCAA tournament. Jerry Palm has the Wildcats heading to Columbus to play Kennesaw State's that's coming from Jerry Palm. As for Joe Lenardi, Mr. Bracketology, Joe Lenardi, his latest bracket projection, has Kansas State as a number four seed opening against Toledo in Albany. Starting to feel like the Wildcats are going to need some luck if they are going to end up in Des Moines or Denver. So that could be challenging for K-State, especially for a team that, has struggled away from Brambridge Coliseum. There's no other way to put it. I know Tim Fitzgerald of GoParacat.com yesterday, he correctly pointed out what case they did at the beginning of the year on the road, being able to go to Waco and Austin and pull out victories. But here's here's the thing. As of late, just watching them, they're just not the same team when they go away from Brambridge Coliseum, something that they're going to have to overcome in the NCAA tournament on a neutral site. So K-State, according to two bracketologists, one has K-State as a number three seed. Another has the Wildcats as a four seed. We'll see where they get placed coming up on Sunday for Selection Sunday. Jack, your thoughts on K-State TCU before we change directions and go with KU Iowa State, a preview for one of the Big 12 semifinals tonight.
6: Uh, Turnovers were the problem last night for Kansas State. Marquise Noel had five. Keontae Johnson had four. That's not going to win you many games. That's not going to also be a favorable thing when TCU is knocking down double-digit three-pointers in the game when they're already not great at shooting from beyond the arc. They did not have a a great defensive game plan in shutting down a guy like Mike Miles. He had 22. Chuck O'Bannon had 22 as well. I thought that K-State at times had a little bit of defensive lapses where guys were able to get open. Of course, TCU hit the tough shots, but when they started trailing by 8 to 10 points, then K-State was pressing too much. They were trying to play a little bit of hero ball. They were forcing things that weren't there, and that led to more turnovers. And like we said last week, if K-State wins or loses, just look at the box score and look at the turnover total for Marquise Noel. Less than 5, less than 4, they're probably winning that game anything more than 3. They're probably either winning a very tight game or they're losing that game. And he had five last night to lead the Wildcats. If he has another performance like that, you know, one of nine from deep, five turnovers, and Keontae Johnson's coughing up the ball a lot, it could be an early exit for K-State in the NCAA tournament next week.
5: Yep. And I'll be curious to see the type of team that the Wildcats get in the first round. I still think this the ceiling is, is pretty high for K-State, but I still just – you got to look at the Wildcats and, and just go, man, it depends on kind of the matchup, I suppose, just like with anything. But I think with them, it's like, man, I, it's going to be so hard for me to really be convinced that they're going to be able to go to a neutral site and, and win in Albany and, and, and escape the weekend in Albany. But who knows? We'll see. We'll see what happens. 316-247-0923. That's the text line. Your thoughts on K-State losing last night. Feel free to chime in at any point during the show. KU, Iowa State. We already talked about Kansas, the Jayhawks getting the win against West Virginia. The Jayhawks, 78-61 winners over the Mountaineers, West Virginia. Meanwhile, for Iowa State, the Cyclones take down Baylor, 78-72. And Jack, you know, I love how our Final Four Friday stuff, we do projections and we try to guess the percentages. What do you think, right now at the Casey Hooley House, what do you think the percentage is for Iowa State fans in this building right now? Want to take a guess? I'll go 70%. Oh, it is 85%. Wow. (laughs) There's a lot of Iowa State red here. A lot of Cyclones in the house. I see a few KU fans. And, I mean, I see one KU hat. I see one KU sweatshirt. Let's see here. Look Looking to my right. I see another KU hat. Everything else, Jack, I kid you not, is Iowa State red. <laughs> and I'm not talking Oklahoma red either. It is clearly Iowa State. And as soon as I say that, I see a guy with an Oklahoma hat on. So I stand corrected. There's one guy wearing Oklahoma gear. But everyone here inside the Casey Hooley house, it is cyclone country right now. Which is why I'm, I'm excited to see this game because of the crowd alone with Iowa State and Kansas. These two fan bases, they love Kansas City. They love being here for the Big 12 tournament. And it should be a good game in all reality. It should be a great game mainly because of what Iowa State does so well compared to Kansas and maybe some of the struggles for the Jayhawks. So Iowa State, first and foremost, the Cyclones, they have elite defense, They are number six in the country and adjusted defensive efficiency at 91.6. Number of points a team allows per 100 possessions adjusted for the opponent. In case you don't know the advanced statistics out there, I know. Sometimes I throw out advanced stats. I assume that people know the advanced stats, so I just want to explain that there. Cyclones are really good at crashing the glass, and that's the number one concern for me for Kansas. Iowa State does a great job of uh, attacking the offensive glass. The Cyclones are number 30 in the country. And offensive rebounding percentage at 33.7%. Kansas has struggled in that area in losses. Just look at how KU has lost this year. Teams attacking the glass. Gee, it makes sense, right? Because you have K.J. Adams, who's undersized. You can have Ernest Ude Jr. out there, but he's still just a freshman and you kind of expect him to have extended minutes. If Kevin McCullough Jr. is still not at 100%, percent you got to be curious about that aspect. I know yesterday he had seven rebounds. Defensively, he impacted the game, so maybe that's a mute point. But I do think you have to keep an eye out on it for sure. In Iowa State, we know what the Cyclones do with that defense. They create havoc, and they rank second in opposing turnover percentage at 25.1%. 12th in turnovers forced per game at 16.8. Kansas and losses this year, turnovers, offensive rebounds. Gee, that's not exactly a great combination for Kansas. Now, the nice thing is Iowa State, as good as the Cyclones are at forcing turnovers, they also give the ball right back to opponents. They have a high turnover percentage. They also aren't very good at the free throw line, and... uh, You look at their three-point shooting yesterday against Baylor. That was the one thing that was amazing to me. It was the fact that Iowa State was hitting three-point shots. I really like Gabe Kauscher. I think he's a really good player. But the the thing is, Iowa State's a team that's not going to make a a whole lot of three-pointers. And the fact that they made as many as they did yesterday against Baylor was a surprise. And they're without Caleb Grill. Caleb Grill no longer a part of the program. So that's one of their top three-point shooters. So you take him out of, the, out of the roster, and you look at Iowa State, and you're thinking, man, well, if you're Kansas, just don't turn the ball over, rebound well, and you'll do just fine. But easier said than done. Because this Iowa State team is going to pound the glass. Yesterday, the Cyclones had more offensive rebounds. They had 22. That was five more than what Baylor had as an entire team yesterday. Not ideal. So Iowa State, awfully impressive when it comes to crashing the glass and then forcing turnovers. KU has to hang on to the basketball. No other way to put it. So should be a fun one tonight. The fan bases are going to be here. It's going to be a loud environment. Norm Roberts is going to be the the coach again since Bill Self is out for the entire tournament due to that that, uh, scare that he had. Seems to be doing well, so that's great. Wasn't a heart attack. We saw that in the press release. I like KU in this one, but Iowa State, I don't know. We'll see. Cyclones and their ability to crash the glass. If, if they're going to be able to crash the glass, the one thing that gets overlooked, because normally when you get an offensive rebound, you're around the rim, you put it up, so on and so forth. If Kansas has good second-shot second defense, that's something that doesn't get talked a lot, but if Kansas can rotate and adjust well, I think that could be key in this game tonight. Again, that you can hear right here on ESPN, Wichita 92.3 FM. Jack, number one concern with Iowa State.
6: I think with their ability to rebound the basketball, of course, out-rebounding Baylor 43 15 last night and there, excuse me, yesterday morning, and then also 23 on the offensive side of things. KU's a bit undersized. Going to be able to rebound the ball, especially from your guards like Jalen Wilson, Grady Dick, and even Dewan Harris maybe getting underneath there? Because if you're not careful, Iowa State, even if they're missing from deep, they'll be right around the rim to, to pick up the trash and put it back in. So if you're not effective tonight on the glass, Iowa State is going to be moving on to the championship game. So I think number one concern would be boxing out. Number two would be, you know, how well can you defend the perimeter and keep a guy like Gabe Kausher out of the scoring column?
5: Yep. And he's... Gosh, I feel like doesn't it feel like Iowa State always have have a guy like Kausher? A guy that can yeah. o- like kill you from mid-range? <laughs> like Long something like that? <laughs> yeah, they they always seem to have a guy like that. Yeah, he's a fun player. I like him for sure. He's a he's a great finisher around the rim too. So as much as we tie by him for mid-range, he's also really good around the rim. So Iowa State Kansas, I like the Hawks, but Iowa State's ability to rebound, you got to be Cautious if you're a Kansas fan. Big twelve semifinal action taking place tonight inside the Team Mobile Center. We'll have coverage beginning at five thirty here on ESPN Wichita ninety two point three FM. KU Iowa State, then it's Texas and TCU at eight thirty. We're certainly excited for Big Twelve Championship Tournament coverage, and it's presented by Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Enhanced Wellness of Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned, and you can find them at EnhancedWellnessDerby.com or call slash text 316-358-9780. That's 358-9780. Later on this hour, We'll look at state basketball action, Final Four Friday, Sully Angles, What's on Tap by Soul, all coming up in hour number two. But up next, Wichita State moving on to take on Tulane in the AAC quarters. We have some audio plus our thoughts watching last night's game against Tulsa. That's straight ahead as the Pulse continues to broadcast live from Kansas City.
2: You're tuned into The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM.
1: Are you considering a remodeling project for your home? While many remodeling companies come and go, more than 20,000 extremely satisfied customers have chosen Southwestern Remodeling over the course of nearly 50 years in business. We believe the reason for our longevity and proven success stems from our processes that consistently drive excellence. From the initial in-home consultation into the design process and through product and finish selection, you are accompanied by one of our project consultants assisting in every step along the way. Once construction begins, your consultant will stay involved and support our dedicated field staff of 32 true employee craftsmen through the process of turning your remodeling dream into a reality. If you're ready to experience the difference a truly professional firm with nearly five decades spent perfecting a truly unique process brings to the table, we would love the opportunity to become a part of your remodeling transformation. Give the Southwestern Remodeling team a call at 263-1239, stop by our showroom at 134 North Elizabeth, or view our project galleries online at southwesternremodeling.com.
0: How do holiday grill masters take food from good to... Mm, wow. Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets. Made in the USA with North American ingredients and 100% natural hardwood blend, Kingsford wood pellets can be used on any pellet grill and add delicious, smoky wood flavor to any holiday meal. So look for Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets. Because with Kingsford, the holidays just taste better. Find at homedepot.com.
7: According to a new national survey, most people prefer to stay in their homes as they age. In order to do so, and as their health care needs change, many will need at-home health care options to keep them healthy and keep them at home. Yet most adults age 50 and older have not considered the type of care they may need that would enable them to age at home. Now is the time to research the care you want while you're in good health. First, research the home care options available in your community. There may be government programs that can help, including PACE and LIFE state-based Medicare programs. Talk to your family about your wishes and where you'd like to receive care. Keep talking with your doctor about your health and consider the finances of long-term care and the assistance programs available. Keeping seniors at home is a win-win for patients, doctors, and health care facilities. Receiving care at home has proven to result in a better quality of life and better health outcomes. This survey and message are sponsored by Cross Country Workforce Solutions Group, the nation's leading provider of in-home clinical and non-clinical care for aging seniors.
8: It's madness, and that means baseball season is around the corner. The Wichita Wind Surge Home Opener is April 11th, and individual tickets go on sale this Saturday at 10 a.m. Fans can purchase tickets for their favorite games like Opening Day, Star Wars Night, 3rd of July, and much more. Tickets can be purchased at the box office or at windsurge.com. Season tickets, hospitality, and mini plans are also available. Listen to all the games right here on ESPN Wichita, and the home opener is
0: April 11th.
5: KC Bully House starting to fill up with some more fans as we inch closer to Big 12 semifinal action. Big 12 championship tournament taking place this weekend in Kansas City. Our Big 12 tournament coverage presented by the Kansas Contractors Association, the voice for the heavy construction industry in Kansas. For over a century, KCA member contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and our businesses count on. Proud to be Kansans. Proud to build Kansas. The Kansas Contractors Association. Find out more at webuildkansas.com. Coming up, an update on state basketball. So Wichita teams trying to get to the state championship Saturday action tomorrow. So we'll tell you about the teams that won last night and give you an update on what's taking place here for today. Before we do that, we're going to step away from the Big 12 and talk about the American Athletic Conference. Wichita State was in action yesterday taking on Tulsa. Shockers used a big second half to put away Tulsa, 81-63. Craig Porter, Jr., Scored 10 points, handed out a career-high 11 assists, the most ever by a Shocker in a conference tournament contest. 28 turnover-free minutes for Craig Porter Jr. Kenny Poto, Jerron Pierre Jr., James Rojas, all with 13 points. Jaquan Walton with 11 points. Those guys reached double figures. Very balanced action for Wichita State. Shockers shot 57% from the field. Wichita State in the first half, to be honest with you, really poor energy in my opinion. Kind of felt like the Shockers were sleepwalking. Half number two, after leading by five in the break, they flat out dominated. The Shockers made 17 of their first 21 shots to start the second half and extended the lead to as many as 26 points down the stretch. Wichita State's... Season high, 48 points in the paint. Shockers were 24 of 33 for 73%. So they did well, and they should. Tulsa is awful. No other way to put it. Tulsa is just a bad team. And Wichita State dominated. So Shockers get the victory. I don't think I need to say anything else about the Shocker squad because they knew to handle business, and they did. First half was not great. Second half? They dominated, so they got the win, they move on, and they take on Tulane tonight. And We'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. But instead of me talking about the game last night, what about Isaac Brown, headman's basketball coach at Wichita State? What about James Rojas and Craig Porter Jr.? Well, those guys, they were at the podium last night, and here is that audio. Here is IB, James Rojas, and Craig Porter Jr.,
9: All right, we are joined by uh, Wichita State head coach Isaac Brown, uh, James Rojas, and Craig Porter, Jr.
1: Before we get to questions, Coach, if you would uh, make a few comments about today's game.
9: I thought it was a great effort by our team tonight. They played for 40 minutes. We got off to a good start. Um, Tulsa being a good basketball team, they battled back. Um, They cut the lead at halftime. We came out in the second half, and we just focused on – Fundamentals, you know, defending, rebounding, playing with toughness, playing inside out. And I thought our veteran guys, Rojas, Craig Porter Jr., those guys took control of the team. We built up a lead, and we held on at the end with our young guys defending, rebounding, and playing with that same type of toughness. All right, we'll start with questions in here. If you'd raise your hand, we'll get a microphone to you up front here on the right.
8: Coach, what was working so well there, 48 to 26 there in the paint? Seems like you guys were just dominating inside early. Was it a mismatch or was it just something they were playing? I mean, size advantage? What played in a role that you guys dominating inside here tonight?
9: Yeah, our offense has really been flowing the last ten games of the year. We're trying to play inside out. Um, James Rojas is doing a good job of scoring with his back to the basket. And he made good passes when he draw double teams. Kenny Poto, um, Isaiah Poor Bear Chandler, those guys are veterans. They can really score their back to the basket. And when they're scoring it inside, it makes it easier for our guards. They can make stationary threes, and that's what we wanted to go to in the first half.
8: Okay, on here, on the left. <laughs> okay, uh, players. Uh um, the second half, you know, 11 different players score. Uh, the offense just looked totally different. Uh, it just a lot of fun when so many different players get involved, and what kind of went into the, the spark in the second half?
9: Uh, I'd say, I mean, Coach is getting on us, uh, telling us to stick with the game plan. I mean, we followed it the first half. It was just the intensity wasn't there. Uh, I feel like the second half, we just wanted it more. We picked up our play. We, Like Coach said, we got it inside out and just got everybody easy looks. Question
1: over here on the right. Coach, Tim Dalver went for 21 tonight.
8: What was he doing to able to get that going? I mean, he was, I think, six for 13 from the field. What did he do to get that Tulsa team going?
9: We were tagging on ball screens, trying to stop Betson from driving the basketball. And we tried to flood the paint on ball screens, and we were flooding the paint. Our guys were trusting the fundamentals and the principles. We've been practicing all year long. Their guards made some great skip passes, and he knocked down some threes. And they were contested. But he's a good basketball player. He knocked down some tough shots.
8: Another question on the left. And uh, James, Craig uh, mentioned just the intensity level increased to the start of the second half. I know you had that big dunk. Right out of halftime, take me
9: through that. And how much do you think that kind of set the tone? Uh, I mean, honestly, we just started off the game, or the second half, just focusing on defense, and we just got it going. And then when that, when the dunk happened, everybody else just sparked up at an extra level. So, I mean, I definitely think that it, it turned the page, and everybody just started going again,
1: right here on the left.
8: Just uh, in the second half, uh, a lot to a lot of different players. I know uh, that two lane triple double. I mean, a, a lot to JP. But this one it felt like did it feel like you were just spreading the ball around a lot more and just like everyone was just uh, contributing that second half.
9: Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I just trust these guys more than anything. I mean, Rojas, Kenny, uh, really everybody on the team. I mean. If I pass it to you every time I tell them, but if I pass it to you, I think you should shoot it. So, I mean, they were just prepared and they were taking the good shots that we've been looking for and he was just knocking them down. On the right here. James, you looked to tweak that knee a little bit there late in the first half. Just how are you
8: feeling after that? Heading into, obviously, a big conference stretch with just tweak, cramp, what was going on there?
9: Uh, just, just a little tweak. I mean, it's nothing. It happens every day. I mean, just another injury got to go through. But, I mean, I'll be good. Nothing <laughs> to hold me back, so... Next, On to the next one. Again on the left.
8: Uh, Coach, uh, uh, Craig kind of mentioned that you kind of got after him at halftime. It felt like it was just, uh, you know, first conference game, not a ton of people in the the crowd. Did it feel kind of low energy? And what did you see the, the difference in just the intensity and the energy of the second half?
9: Yeah, we talked about it at halftime. We wasn't scoring the ball well in the first half but we wanted to turn up our defense. We only had seven deflections. I didn't think we were playing hard enough. In the second half, we talked about defending, being disruptive, running through some passing lanes, getting more deflections, and we did that in the second half, and we were able to get out in transition and get some easy baskets. We didn't go against a set defense a lot in the second half.
1: On the right. Coach, you now
8: turn this page to Tulane uh, tomorrow night. This is a Tulane team that you guys played very well this season, one and one on them. What are you guys looking forward to with that two lane team and what makes them so special obviously you guys took one from them on the road what makes that two lane team in this matchup so special
9: yeah good team you know they play that matchup zone which is difficult you got to play inside out you can't settle for threes they got the big three and cook forbes and cross we got to do a good job of defending those guys um the last three times we played them has been really close games and we expect that tomorrow. We just got to defend at a high level. I think when you get to the tournament, it's not about your offense. It's about defending, rebounding, playing with toughness. And that'll allow you to get easy baskets in transition so you don't have to go against a set defense.
8: Another one on the left here. Yeah? Uh, Craig, I know you didn't play last year, but uh, you know it's the same setting, same matchup as last year. And you guys kind of got <laughs> stunned by uh, Tulsa. The season was over. Did you kind of stress that, that message to these guys this time around? It's like, hey, we can't, you know, take anything for granted?
9: Uh, yeah, I definitely told them that in the, uh, the huddles before the game, just not uh, play down to the competition or really take anything for granted because of that loss. And, uh, I mean, I feel like they responded to it well, so I'm just proud. Hmm. All right, another, another one on the left. Just coach, uh,
8: to, to get so many different players involved, to shoot a good percentage in the second half, uh, just to get that first game out of the way, how much do you think this benefits you guys going into tomorrow?
9: I think it benefits us a lot, just the fact that um, our veteran guys didn't have to play 35 minutes like they normally do to get those guys some rest. I wanted to get the young guys in the game because in those games against Tulane the last two times, we got in foul trouble and the young guys had to play. I thought they did a tremendous job. I thought the the defense today was the difference in the game. And again, we just got to defend. You got to defend at a high level when you're going up against Tulane, big three, that's averaging 60 points or more by themselves. Anyone else? All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
5: All right, that is Isaac Brown, Edmonds basketball coach at Wichita State, James Rojas and Craig Porter, Jr., following a win over Tulsa. Final score, 81-63 in the first round of the AAC tournament. Up next, it is Tulane. Wichita State and Tulane should be a fun one tonight, to be honest with you. Just because of what we saw in the regular season with these two teams, Wichita State in Wichita, Shockers led by 18 points in that game. Shockers ultimately would lose that game, though, in overtime. And then, Wichita State, if you look at the season, and I know this season hasn't been the, the best in the world, and we could talk more about that next week. Taylor Eldridge of the Wichita Eagle, he wrote a terrific article today, and can't wait to talk to him about it on Tuesday, but we'll certainly talk about it on Monday. And it has to deal with the program right now at Wichita State for men's basketball. And I just look at this season, and you have so many close calls. Almost beat Kansas State. Almost beat Missouri. You lose to Alcorn State. Really, the biggest win of the season for Wichita State was in Louisiana not too long ago as the Shockers took down Tulane, played extremely well. Tulane not that great when it comes to the defensive side. They have a green wave. You want to look at teams that have been disappointing. I mean, shoot, they have one of the losses that they have had this year. Tulsa's got five wins, and Shane told me this stat yesterday. Tulsa's one of 11 teams with five wins. One team is Louisville that's really struggling. Well, Tulsa out of the five wins, Tulsa does have a win against Tulane. Now, I know Tulane was missing Kevin Cross in that game, but still, the Tulane... Green Wave, they certainly have had their ups and downs. I think they should be better than what they actually are. They have all five starters back from last season's team that reached the semifinals as a number five seed, fell to eventual champion Houston. Jalen Cook, Jalen Forbes, Kevin Cross, those guys are all terrific. They play up-tempo. We've talked about that before. Four Tulane players. They average about 32 minutes per contest. Tulane is going to be a tough challenge tonight, to say the least. But Wichita State's playing well offensively. Tulane is an offensive-minded team. I think it could be a shootout tonight. Or it could be, you know, two teams that that do poorly from the floor. It's usually what happens when you expect a shootout. Then it doesn't happen. But I feel like it could be a shootout tonight. Around 8 o'clock is going to be the tip. In the AAC quarters, Tulane and Wichita State. And the Shockers, Craig Porter Jr., in terms of his finale as a Wichita State Shocker, he has a triple-double, and he has a career-high 24 points in his final game at Coke Arena. Now he has a career-high 11 assists. He's kind of checking things off to close out his final season as a Shocker. And I, for one, can admire that. Because the guy certainly has done a lot for Wichita State. Can the Shockers continue to shoot well? I guess that would be a question. I guess we'll see if they make three-point shots against Tulane tonight. But the Shockers, if they go inside, which they have been, they've been playing inside out, then Wichita State should be able to hang with Tulane for a good portion. Now, they're gonna to have to get back in transition. I think that's probably the number one concern with Isaac Brown going into the game tonight. Got to make sure you run back against this Tulane team. If you don't, they're gonna make you pay. They have enough speed and they have the ability to go up and down the floor. But the Shockers, in all reality, they should be two and zero against Tulane. They should have swept them in the break of their season. So this is really a good matchup for Wichita State in terms of success. But this is tournament time. And how does Wichita State play after playing last night? Tulane had a chance to rest up a little bit. Shockers, they have a quick turnaround. Sometimes that can impact teams. But I guess for the Shockers, when you go inside out, when you really rely finishing around the paint, as long as they continue to focus on that and get good shots like they did yesterday in the second half, then they'll certainly have a shot tonight against Tulane. Shockers have to start fast, though. They can't start slow. That first half last night was just, I don't don't want to say pitiful, but something along those lines because it was not a great effort by Wichita State. So Shockers they need to come out and play better. A little bit more urgency tonight against the Green Wave, or they'll bury Wichita State and might be a little bit too big to overcome for the Shockers. Tip-off tonight in the AAC quarters. Is at 8 o'clock, or at least around there. It could be a little bit later, but it's certainly no earlier than 8 o'clock. That part we do know. Speaking of the AAC, Houston right now in action, if I recall correctly. Let me pull it up real quick. Want to make sure I have an update there for all of you paying attention to it. Houston and East Carolina, game's already over. Houston gets the W over East Carolina, 60-46. So that is the final... From there, and let me see real quick if there is another American game going on right now. And, yes, we do have a game going on right now. It is Temple in Cincinnati just underway. Temple leads Cincinnati 5-4. Very, very early there when it comes to that game. So a brief little detour away from Big 12 as we talk about the AAC tournament. How many teams from the American are going to make the big dance? Well, we'll see. Houston for sure is going to be in. Will we see a second? Probably. Is there going to be a third? Probably not. But we shall see. Big 12 championship tournament at T-Mobile Center. Semifinals taking place this evening. We'll have the championship game on tomorrow as well. Here on ESPN, Wichita, 92.3 FM. Our Big 12 Championship Tournament coverage is presented by Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Enhanced Wellness of Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned, and you can find them at enhancedwellnessderby.com or call slash text today, 316 316-358-9780. That is 358-9780, Enhanced Wellness of Derby. Thank you for making this a reality from Kansas City. We're approaching hour number two. KTV Sports Director Soli the angles of Final Four Friday. We'll retweet those Twitter poll questions here shortly, and we have buy or sell slash what's on tap. But up next, a little state tournament update when it comes to high school basketball, which teams are playing today. We'll tell you about that and so much more as The Pulse continues to broadcast live from Kansas City home to the Big 12 Championship Tournament. The heartbeat
2: of Wichita sports fans, The Pulse, on ESPN Wichita 92.3
6: FM. What does it feel like to be in Kansas City, the soccer capital of America? To hear thousands shouting as one. To see waves of sporting blue. To hug total strangers. To be a part of something bigger than any of us. What does it feel like to be at Children's Mercy Park? It feels like home. It's showtime in Kansas City. Sporting opens the season at home on March 11th versus the LA Galaxy. Grab your tickets now at SportingKC.com. Today on Hey Culligan,
4: sustainability and better water. Here's Sam. Hey
1: Culligan, I'm really into sustainability. My clothes, my utensils, my food. But how do I get more sustainability from my water?
4: Super question, Sam. And the answer is an always-on drinking water system from Culligan, which helps eliminate the equivalent of 15 billion single-use plastic bottles a year. Whoa, that's a ton of sustainability. 416,000 tons, Sam, and we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home
10: water test with the local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. The IRS, the world's most aggressive collection agency. They can seize your property, bank account, and garnish your wages. They cause sleepless nights for millions of Americans. Don't be one of them. If you owe 10000 dollars or more to the IRS or state, get protected today. Call 800 312 9970 Coast One Tax Group. Protecting your bank, home, and your sleep since 2008. With hundreds of five-star reviews and an A plus on the Better Business Bureau. Call Coast One Tax Group, 800 Stanley from New York owed $93,000. The IRS placed a levy on his bank account. Coast One released the levy and settled with the IRS for $2,000. Mark in Michigan owed $225,000. After Coast One stepped in, Mark walked away paying less than $1,500. Call Coast One now. A 10-minute call can save you up to 93% on your back taxes. Get your fresh start today. That's 800-312-9970. Tis the season for grilling.
1: And Kingsford Signature Flavors makes holiday grilling more special by making everything taste more delicious. Made with 100% real spices, Kingsford Signature Flavors come in multiple forms and can be used on any charcoal or pellet grill. So try basil, sage, and thyme for your Thanksgiving turkey and cumin chili for your Christmas prime rib. Kingsford Signature Flavors, flavor you can see, smell, and taste. Find at HomeDepot.com.
3: Tonight on ESPN Wichita, Championship Week continues with live coverage of the Big 12 semifinals. Here's a tip-off at 6 when Kansas takes on Iowa State. And then at 8.30, we'll have the late action from T-Mobile Center when Texas faces TCU. We've got you covered with all the action from the Big 12 tournament right here on ESPN Wichita. Kansas and Iowa State at 6, Texas and TCU at 8.30. It's all tonight on your home for college hoops, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM.
5: Took me a second to figure out if you had a bump ready, Jack. (laughs) Slow start. It took a little bit. Took a little bit. Is this warrant? Yes. Okay. Had to double check. Had to make sure. All right. Well, hour number one almost over. It's the Pulse on ESPN Witch Job 92.3 FM. Broadcasting live from the Big 12 Championship Tournament. Our coverage presented by the Kansas Contractors Association, the voice for the heavy construction industry in Kansas. For over a century, KCA member contractors have been building the highways, bridges, utilities, railroads, and airports that our families and our businesses count on. Proud to be Kansans. Proud to build Kansas, the Kansas Contractors Association. Find out more at webuildkansas.com. Hour number two will feature KTV Sports Director Soli Engels at 325. 302, Final Four Friday, brought to you by Air Quality Control. You can go and vote on those Twitter poll questions right now. I just retweeted them. Pat Stroudman is the handle. ESPN Wichita, you can also find them there. And we'll have Buy sell slash What's on Tap with Jack Johnson. Before we get to hour number two, it is State's Basketball Tournament Semifinal Friday semis taking place today and actually going on right now I want to go back to what took place last night though day one you have certain classifications day two certain classifications but opposite one day it's the boys one day it's the girls yesterday for class 6A girls action number two derby outlast last number away for northwest 43-38. Number three, Blue Valley North ends the season for number six, Southeast. Southeast Falls, 57-45. The Golden Buffaloes appearing in the state tournament for the first time since 1988. 5A boys action. Good success here. Number four, Andover. Edges, number five, May South. It was a thriller. 49-46. Number two, Capin has no issues with number seven, Blue Valley Southwest. 58-48. Hutchinson, number three seed, dominates number six, Pittsburgh, 84-51. Brian Miller has done a terrific job for the Seahawks this season. For a girls' action, number eight, Miege takes down number one, Wellington, 71-40. to For those calling it an upset, not really. Miege is awfully impressive, which is why it's a common theme. People are always you know, trying to talk about private-public, just the way it goes. Number three, Andell. Gets the win versus number six Parsons, fifty-seven thirty-two, three A boys level. Number four Marysville takes down number five Collegiate, forty-seven forty-one. Number three Heston moves on, fifty-nine forty-six. 46 winners over number six Colby, two A girls. Number five Independent falls to number four Riverside, forty-nine thirty. Number three Hillsboro, moving on to the semis, thirty-six thirty-one over Wichita County, M one A Division One boys, the Classical School of Wichita. 4C, taking down Elyria Christian, 66-46. Let's see. Independent and in Medicine Lodge, two-way boys basketball going on right now. That's the 1-5 matchup. And also going on right now is number one Phillipsburg and number four Cheney at the Class 4A girls level. And Phillipsburg leads Cheney 31-26. Do not see a score for Independent and Medicine Lodge. State semifinal action at the Class 6A level for boys. Number one, Heights. Number four, Derby at 6. 6A, girls to follow. Number two, Derby. Number three, Blue Valley North at 8. 5A at 4. Number one, Highland Park. Number four, Andover on the boys' side. Then it's the girls. Number two, Bishop Carroll. Number three, Andover at 6. Followed by number two, Capen And number three, Hutchinson at 8. 4A, girls. Number two, McPherson. Number three, Andell at 8 o'clock. 3A Boys, number two Southeast Sub Saline versus number three Heston at eight. 2A Boys Action, number two TMP Marion and number three Mount Ridge at six. 2A Girls, Berean Academy, Hillsboro 2 3 matchup at eight, and 1A Division I Boys. Classical School of Wichita facing Olpe, the number one seed at four o'clock. Best of luck to all those high school athletes. Hopefully, we'll see some state championships. And hopefully we'll be able to have some coaches on next week here on the show. We continue the broadcast from Big 12 Championship Tournament in Kansas City. Our coverage presented by Enhanced Wellness Derby. Enhanced Wellness Derby can make you feel young again with their testosterone optimization program. Enhanced Wellness is locally owned, and you can find them at enhancedwellness. Derby.com or call slash text 316 358 97 80. Hour number two, straight ahead. It's the polls broadcasting from Kansas City.
2: Wichita's new sports leader,
0: ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.